everybody. I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vinny Sivitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, which is the largest business association in the country. Sorry, largest statewide business association in the country. I always forget statewide. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Right. <laughs> uh, for more info on us, visit njbia.org. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance. They provide home, auto, and workers' comp, and they are the official sponsor of the show. So if you need some updated coverage, check them out. All right, just a couple housekeeping matters before we get started. This show airs every other Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Android, Alexa, anywhere you can get a podcast, we're going to be there. Um, if you're not into the whole podcast thing, for whatever reason, we're not going to judge. You can also watch this show on YouTube, catch these smiling faces every other Wednesday. If you are watching this on a podcast network that allows for ratings and reviews, like in iTunes, we would totally appreciate the five-star review. It helps us get discovered by more awesome listeners just like you. And we would totally encourage you to subscribe. It can be hard to remember to jump in here every other week and catch the show. Go to njbia.org slash subscribe. They'll let you know whenever we're new. Exactly. So with us today from Archer Law, back again for our 50th episode, is one of our favorite guests, Laura Link. Say hi. Let the audience hear your voice. Hello, so happy to be back. Welcome and I back. can't believe you're on your 50th episode. Me Congrats, either, guys. can I just tell you? I know, <laughs> yeah. I think you were like episode four or five, you were really early. definitely uh. in the top five, and I like to think I'd stay there. Absolutely. But. <laughs> Absolutely. I, Kate name drops you like every few episodes, like let me just tell you. That's only because I cursed. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were the first person to curse, but also the, um, and that's okay, we're not, you know, upset about that at mm. all. But um, That's why we have the beep. That's right, that's mm. why we have the beep. But your episode is the reason why we had to go from like rated G, G or whatever, to PG <laughs> or PG-13, whatever it is, yeah. It's an illustrious position. There was talk of Gumby pornography. <laughs> so if, if you want to like know what we're talking about on that one, I totally encourage you to go back to the episode. It was called Things Never to Do at Work. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. I still have never Googled that, although I have spent... A lot of time. Do you time. need to though? No, I, mean, I don't. Like the, <laughs> but, but I feel like, like the actual just wouldn't live up I'm to the curious, visual. You get. You? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. I think you just yeah, just let that lie. Just let it lie. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's better left to the imagination. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, so today's icebreaker is. <clears throat> and this is a hard one. Is there any amount of money that someone could pay you to eat a live spider? Oh, easy. Done. What I kind knew of spider? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, how let's big are we talking about? Is here? it poisonous? Am I going to be hurt? Or is it just I mean, like the, the Let's yuck just assume factor. for the sake of this, no. No. Yeah. You're not going to be hurt. It's just the yuck factor. Right. The yuck factor, sure. How big is it? Yeah, how big? Is it I like a bird eating how spider? Like the bird eating? There's, I, I, no, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, like, yeah, big enough to be gross. Do I get to cook it? No. No, live. right live. Yeah. It's got to be live. Live. Yeah. So. How much money, though? Right. Well, what is the <laughs> amount of money that you come in without any money involved at all? Uh, just bragging rights. Um, I feel like it'd be pretty cheap, though, if it's a small one. Wow. I mean, it would be okay, yeah. If it's like your bucks. garden variety, like whatever. I mean, they say we eat those by accident. Like, what is right. it, like eight times year. a year? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like the size of a daddy long legs. Something like big enough Even to that, see. Even that, like if there's no girth to it. There's no girth. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking a debt. If you talk about tarantula. Like, Can I well, feel the yeah. hair in my mouth? The hair. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. So for me, the answer is no. There is no amount of money that somebody could pay me to eat a live spider. I just don't think I can Wait, do it. I mean, a million bucks. Yeah, a million dollars. I mean, okay. Oh. When we start to get into like absurd amounts of money, like I wouldn't do it for a thousand dollars. I'm telling you that right now. Like, would not. 
I can I can see that in my head. Like sign me up. Do not like no, it wouldn't happen. But like when you start to approach a million, yeah, maybe I don't know. Like nine hundred thousand, you do it for nine hundred thousand. I might. I'd consider it at nine hundred thousand. Like two million dollars, definitely would do it. You know. But I'm feeling real self-conscious about my limits here. <laughs> I'm eating a small one for like 500 bucks, but like a big one that I have to like take the legs off. Oh, no. Like, mm -mm. I, oh, see, I, I don't mean, think you can I do would, that for the purpose like of this. Once you start taking the legs but off, I'm still doing that for $100,000. Like. Uh, yeah, I don't even know that $100,000 would make me put a tarantula in my mouth. Your, your daddy long legs, the little ones, yeah, 20 bucks. I don't know. 20 <laughs> bucks? Like, I, maybe Cheap not. Date. I don't know, but like one bite and it's gone, you know? I like, mean, bugs in many other cultures are like, I know, appetizers, right? <laughs> normal to eat, like, uh, you know, so just, as long as it's not going to hurt you. Yeah. I don't want to be sick or like get right. bit on the way down. Yeah. Or something yeah. Like that. But if that's not a concern, I'm in. But that's why they're yeah. giving you the big bucks or like what it is that you're putting on the table yeah. to say this is how much I want, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you should reconsider your position. Yeah. <laughs> so right, what well, is it about it that, you know, you're just like, there's like, no amount of money. What's, so like so somebody you know, waves a hundred million dollars in your face, you're like, no. All right, so you know how like when you eat a bowl of popcorn, mm -hmm. for example, after the bowl is done, you can still like, there are like kernels in your teeth mm -hmm. and you can mm -hmm. like, like the ick factor oh, of like finding legs, you know, yeah. in places that just didn't get and you'd have to chew because otherwise you might feel it crawling. Correct. Yeah. Like if you could do it like a, uh, taking a pill, like put it in the back of your throat and just chug some water without chewing, maybe I would consider it. But I mean, if it's going to be any amount of money, it would have to be really gross and that means big. Right? I guess. I, I mean, they used still, to do stuff on like Fear one. Factor, right? A million dollars? Yeah. I don't know. Like a hundred million dollars. Like yeah. you said, there's no amount of money. So like a billion dollars. Like. You know, there's, you can buy a lot of mouthwash with a billion dollars. That's true. You know? All right, maybe, okay, so the other piece of this is anonymity. I would not want anybody to know that that's how I got oh, that Oh, you can't money. film this and put it on the internet? No. Or this can't no. be like episode 51 <laughs> of our show. I, you know, we're going to have to do something big for 75 or 100, like, I don't that's know. all I'm saying. I can't imagine who the sponsor is that they would give us a billion dollars. I mean, I'll take it, so just sign yeah. me up. <laughs> put me on the video. If we're talking about a billion dollars, yeah, I'd probably like, be in too. I just, yeah, I yeah, just want to throw that out there. If yeah. you have these investors. <laughs> <laughs> if you got the spider investing connection, <laughs> I'm your eater. <laughs> I somehow knew that you would be on board, but I didn't anticipate exactly how on board you would be. Uh, yeah, if you remember I mean, our last episode, Laura's our outdoorsy type. Yes, the, uh, I'm all about mind over matter. Like, let's just, what's, I don't know. Mind over think, matter. Yeah, I like that I in just theory. put myself in, like, another place for a little while. I'll leave a <laughs> spider, you know? <laughs> just compartmentalize and disassociate. <laughs> wow. If it's going to, like, yeah, for if I'm going to get a bunch of money, sure. Yeah. All right. Think about all the things you it's can the do American with that dream. money. It's true. It's like, As yeah. we're sitting here, I'm thinking about all the things you could do. Like, you could pay off your house. You could... You know, college is paid for for however many kids you have, just done paid for. But yeah. man, and then, like your great grandkids can be like all of this because <laughs> great great grandma Kate ate a spider. <laughs> Such you know? a cool story. I know, right? I'm like, that's and then awesome. forever, yeah. Like your family like would talk about it. You know, they'd be like, uh, how did you guys make your money? All oh, you know. <laughs> and then you could totally convince your grandkids that you like are Spider Woman. Like I ate one, now I have these powers, and I'm I feel like it'd be, show more you in wow. it'd be more believable. Wow, believable. I suppose. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, right. maybe you would be if you'd get those powers. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever tried it, so yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has tried it. Mm. Yeah. 
All right, so Laura, why don't you refresh the memory of our audience, tell them what you do for a living. So I'm in the uh, Labor and Employment Department of Archer Law. I've been there since 2010. Um, I counsel employers, public entities, and private entities on all of the labor and employment laws. Um, but more recently, I've just been doing tons of workplace investigations um, into employee misconduct given the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, I am a member of our cannabis law group, um, and I have just been on the speaking tour, talking to employers about how to deal um, with both the expansion of the medical marijuana program in New Jersey, as well as the new legislation that's coming down the pipeline, pun intended, um, to legalize marijuana for adult use, uh, which has been super fun. I'm completely geeking out on this cannabis law stuff uh, because I think it's the only time in our lives we're ever going to see something this interesting. And this legal on the federal level, not, you know, legal on the state level and just being in that between that rock and hard place of how to deal with that. So how are you telling employers they should deal with it? Stop freaking out, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so seriously, I've been getting calls at just left and right and just doing all these speeches and people are absolutely freaking out. Like I can't even tell you um, about well, I guess I can. It's a podcast. That's why I'm here. Right? But I can tell you about these people that are coming to these presentations and just losing their minds because they think everyone's going to come to work high. They think uh, the workplace, there's no way they're going to be able to keep it safe. Um, and just that, honestly, like that the world is ending and they're going to be babies addicted to drugs all over the place. <laughs> oh, my God. True, true actual comment. I had a, a woman who was very emotional and very upset and telling me, do you realize what you're doing? Babies are going to be addicted to drugs um, after this. Are you personally so, legalizing you, marijuana? No. No. So like, Not yeah. at all. And you know, the, the <laughs> thing is like, regardless of your personal beliefs, what I'm trying to get employers, you know, to understand is this is coming. Right. This is coming down the road and you're going to need to deal with it. So get your head out of the sand and stop worrying about the fact that you don't support it if, if you know, for those that don't support it um, and figure out what to do about it. And uh, the thing is, what I keep telling employers is you're doing it already. Your people are already high. <laughs> they, right. Um, so the legislation is not necessarily, necessarily going to change that or employers are already dealing with employees that are prescribed Percocet mm -hmm. and Oxycontin and tons of impairing drugs that they deal with all the time. So a lot of employers already have the tools to deal with this. They just can't get it out of their minds that those tools apply to this situation. Well, what are the tools? Well. You know, like how does somebody... I mean, I happen to know the answer to this because I did listen to you speak, but yeah. you know, for the sake of our uh, podcast audience. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, look, just like an employee who gets an accident is prescribed Percocet, what is what is a best, you know, best practices for employers to do? Well, first of all, you should have a drug and alcohol policy that says if you're going to be under the impairing influence of any prescription, you need to report it um, and let us know, you know, if, if it's something that you can't perform your job duties safely, you have to let the employer know that you're going to be under that prescription. Um, you can have a drug testing policy, that's fine, under the old laws and the new. Um, and basically you just regulate, the, the most important things for employers to focus on is their safety sensitive functions. Right. So just because the medical marijuana program is expanding and more and more employees are going to be prescribed medical marijuana, doesn't mean that you should let someone operate a forklift while under the influence of marijuana or Percocet or anything else. I mean, obviously that's not a good idea, get them off the forklift. Um, but just treat it the same way that you would as if they were on Percocet. Get them off the forklift, give them whatever accommodation you need to give them under the disabilities laws, um, and drug test them to make sure, you know, that, that they continue to, to be safe about it. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, those those have always been the rules, and people just for whatever reason, when it comes to marijuana, they just have this this different image in their head. They can't get over it that oh, this is a prescription now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're we're accepting this as a drug that has medicinal value now. Yeah. So. And what about if and when legal <clears throat> marijuana, prescription or not, happens? What do employers need to know mm-hmm. when that happens? Yeah, so <clears throat> it's going to depend on the language of the bill that ultimately gets passed. But what's in the bill right now that employers that's being considered, um, that employers need to know about, is there's language that says that employers can't take an adverse action against an employee just because they have it in their system. Okay, so let's pretend you're an employer that pre-screens everybody for drugs before you bring them on as an employee, pre-screens all your applicants. Um, If somebody tests positive under the new bill, you might not be able to hold that against them in your hiring decision. Um, And what the language says is the only circumstances in which you can hold it against them is if it's rationally related to the position, which isn't defined, but that probably means it's a safety-sensitive function, like mm-hmm. a forklift operator or a driver of an automobile or you know, in a daycare with children, something like that. Um, or if um, it would cause the employer to lose a federal contract or federal funding. So if you're a you know, government contractor and you have, you know, employees who are regulated under the Department of Transportation regs, for example, those employees have to undergo regular drug testing per the DOT regulations. The state law is not going to change that. The federal law is always going to control there. Um, But in any other circumstances, if you're hiring somebody that's not, you know, going to be working on a federal contract, isn't going to affect the employer's federal funding prospects, um, and isn't in like a safety sensitive function, it's completely unrelated to their job, if they're high or not, <laughs> all those jobs, uh, <laughs> then under the language of the bill, you can't hold it against them. You, ha- you, have, to, uh, you have to hire them if you're going to hire them anyway, you know, assuming they're otherwise qualified. Is it safe to argue <laughs> that in the same way that people go home at night and have a glass of wine, people who smoke now will continue to smoke when it becomes legal and probably won't be smoking before work the same way that people don't get drunk before work. Yeah. Um, And you just need to like watch your employees and document what you see and Right. Yeah. So, so I joke. I jo- I like to joke that your people are already high. Um, <laughs> but the reason I say that is because there's there's no reason to believe that just because we legalize this, all of a sudden, employers' best employees are going to be like, you know what? Mm. <laughs> time to go over the deep end. <laughs> I'm getting high all the time. I'm coming to work high. This is what I've been waiting care. for. This is what I'm while doing. I'm here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there's just no reason to believe that. And and in fact, there have been studies that have been done in the other states that have legalized it for recreational use that have found that uh, consumption does not increase with legalization, at least in those few studies that have been done so far. Um, so that's why I keep telling people, just relax. Like, your, your good employees are still going to be your good employees. Like, this is, this is not going to change anything, you know, most likely. Um, now, is there going to be that guy? And I say guy because usually it's the boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Like, there's going to be that guy, yeah. like, who's an idiot, you know, who decides, like, oh, it's legal. I can be at work like this now. I mean, but you can still you can still deal with them. I mean, the law doesn't say that you can't deal with that employee. There's absolutely nothing in the medicinal marijuana law or in the bills that are being considered that say that you have to accommodate medicinal marijuana use or any kind of marijuana use on work time. Right. 
absolutely nothing. So you can tell your people, no matter what, prescription or not, you can't do it while you're working and you can't have it in my building. Mm -hmm. That's totally fair. Um, so like you said, you just increase monitoring if you're suspicious. Um, you know, watch your people. If they're eating lots of cookies, <laughs> pull them over. I love it. You know? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. No, if there's, you know, just like, just like what employers do with alcohol suspicion. Like if people are slurring their words, if their eyes are bloodshot. I mean, there's a certain know? stereotype of a stoner. You kind of, we all you know kind of know. It's what like you, pornography. Right. That's right. I got it in. There you go. Hopefully I get that rating right Nicely now. done. Nicely we can't done. go up much higher. I don't think they would support us at R. You know? I think we'd have to have Fair a talking enough. to over there. there. There'd be a conversation, I think. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, if people look like they're impaired, then that's, and they're doing something that's safety sensitive, that's a completely fair basis for employers to send the employee for a drug test. Um, where employers have to be cautious is they got to be consistent across the board. So, uh, and one thing, you know, that I'm worried about is employers are going to have managers that have uh, preconceived ideas about mm -hmm. what types of people use drugs, mm -hmm. um, ill-advised preconceived ideas, and then they're going to enforce their policies inconsistently. So, in other words, they're only going to drug test all the Hispanic employees or mm -hmm. the African-American employees. And then you have a very legitimate or discrimination. Or people like me that just eat a lot of cookies. It you could know? be. It could be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for you, eating lots of cookies is not a protected class oh, under the discrimination man. laws, but it should, Cookie Monster probably feels. There you go. <laughs> um, side note, do you want to know an Oreo cookie? I thought this was going eating? in a different direction, but yeah, go Tip. ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love Oreos. Sure, me too. Confession. Yeah. yeah. I have a very sophisticated approach to Oreo eating, okay. which is that this. as I'm dunking one, I have the other cookie in my hand, and as I'm eating this one, I dunk Wow. This one. So there's no gap in the interval between the, the Oreo Wow, I thought cookie. you were going to like give me some kind of tip on like getting all the cream on no. one side or the other. Or whatever. No, that's it. This is just like how you eat more <laughs> faster. Like, I think we were talking on one of our this last couple episodes about Oreo like eating. wolfing down food and yeah. how you should really savor your food and like take your slow, deliberate bites, taste your stuff. That goes into that same category of just yeah. like, yeah. I am not somebody who about me. savors my food. I'm somebody who inhales my food. Yeah, that's true. So are you a traditionalist, like the, the chocolate cookie with the cream filling? Or yeah, but double stuffed. Cool. Double stuffed, yeah. okay. And I can't stand <laughs> anybody that would, no, I don't want anything else but double stuffed Oreo. <laughs> when we had Bill Spady on this show, I was talking about Oreos being one of my favorite cereals. Have yeah. you ever tried that? No. Oh, Definitely give it a shot because okay. they brought it back. It was banned for a long time or something. You could only get it in South Korea. But now that... <laughs> yeah. doesn't, doesn't speak well to what you That's would expect right. inside, right? I know, right? But like, Why only South Korea? Because they have an appreciation for good food there, apparently. I, I was don't know. thinking maybe that wow. the, the Food and Drug Administration here in this country was oh, like, was oh, though, yeah. <laughs> what is it here again? So they did change no. the recipe, but yeah, like it's, it's still really good. So give it a shot. <laughs> I wonder if they smuggle that into North Korea. I don't know. I mean, if there's one thing that you would want, <laughs> that would be worth it. Yeah, given the repercussions of smuggling anything into or out of North Korea, yeah. I would say doubtful. Yeah. But like I said, you know, if there was one thing, <laughs> that would be the one I'd want them to do. That's it. That's it. Love it. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, no, that's okay. That's okay. That Oreo tip, but I don't remember. But that's okay. Anything else uh, we need to know about legal weed? It's coming. Get ready. This year? 
I think this year. Really? Yeah, I think this year. There I was hearing you know, they were maybe thinking about putting it on the ballot or something, but no? So I think that um, before that happens, it will go to a vote. And if the vote fails, I, that's just my, I, mm. I don't know for sure, but that's just my guess that it'll go on the ballot. And I mean, polling shows that the, the public, is, the majority of the public is in support mm -hmm. of it. So mm -hmm. I, think I think the other thing I read so. was that even if it does get approved, 2019 probably would be too early for when you start to see it really like hitting. Is that maybe like what you're hearing? Yeah, I mean, so there's, in the language that's being kicked around, you know, some of the provisions wouldn't go into effect for 365 days, and they got to build up the infrastructure. I mean, it's definitely not anything that's going to happen overnight. Um, what is happening already is the, the medical program is expanding rapidly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when Christie was governor, um, for the entire time that he was governor since the bill was passed in 2010, there were only 14,000 total patients. And right now, I think we're approaching 50,000. So, and it's, wow. and, and adding about 500 new patients a week. Um, and doubled the number of dispensaries uh, from six to 12 uh, that have licenses. And now, you know, Governor Murphy just announced that he's gonna, he's gonna issue um, an, another round of licenses and we'll see how many that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the medical program is expanding rapidly, which is why I actually started speaking about this topic back in 2010, but thinking that like, this was gonna be an imminent thing that employers were gonna have to deal with. Um, but then it was so slow to get implemented that really not too many employers were facing this issue yeah. just because of the patient numbers, right? There's, mm. If there's only 14,000, that means there's not that many places that they work. Um, but now as the patient numbers rise, you're gonna have more and more employers that are facing this issue where employer, employee comes in and says, here's my prescription card, I'm gonna fail your drug test, heads up. Um, but, you know, I do it on Friday, I don't come to work impaired, um, you know, and I don't have a safety sensitive function. And that's going to be the issue um, that employers are going to have to figure out how to navigate. And uh, just, what was it, March 27th, uh, the appellate division came out with a really important decision that, like I said, I'm geeking out over this. I was like so <laughs> nerdy and excited. I'm like, it's here, it's here. <laughs> what <laughs> what I've been telling people is coming. But the appellate division looked for the first time at the issue of how does the medical marijuana law interact with the law against discrimination? Um, mm. And address the question of do employers need to accommodate medical marijuana use um, for employees who have disabilities, right, within the meaning of the law. And the appellate, what happened there was um, at the trial court level, this was an employee who worked as a funeral director. Um, and he was diagnosed with cancer. He was prescribed marijuana as part of his treatment regime. Um, he told his employer, said, I'm prescribed marijuana. I'm not going to use it at work. Um, I'm only going to use it during off hours. and It's not going to impair my ability to do his, my job. And they said, okay. Um, the next year, the guy was in a company car and somebody else, not him, blew through a stop sign and mm. T-boned him. Oof. So he gets hurt, he goes to the emergency room. He tells, at a normal course, they would do a drug test, yeah. um, but he tells the doctor, look, I have a prescription, you know, I use medical marijuana, I'm gonna fail the test. And the doctor says, no problem, we don't need to do the test because I can tell just from examining you that you're not under the influence. <clears throat> so the employer, um, later that day still insists that he undergo a drug test um, and he agrees because the employer insists and obviously fails a drug test yeah. because like he said he's using medical marijuana um, and then his boss kind of tells him at first like don't worry you're going to be fine it's going to be fine um, but then later tells him at least according to the lawsuit the corporate couldn't handle his medical marijuana use so they issue him they terminate him and they say in the termination letter 
that he's being terminated because he failed to report to his supervisor that he was under the influence of a drug that could impair his ability to perform his job duties safely. So the employer here was trying to, they didn't say we're firing you because you used medical marijuana or because you failed the drug test, but because you failed to report. So in my legal opinion, they were nervous about you know what they were saying and, and did that for strategic moves. Um, and that worked at the trial level. The trial level said, trial level court said, um, look, there's nothing in the medical marijuana law that provides employment protections to employees. So um, the trial court dismissed this guy's claim for wrongful termination on the basis of his disability. And then he appealed and went to the appellate division. And the appellate division completely disagreed with the trial court and said, um, just because the medical marijuana law doesn't build in uh, job protection, right, for an employee that's using uh, medical marijuana, doesn't mean the disability laws don't require that. Um, and if you, if you think about it, right, so it would be weird in any other circumstance for us to agree that an employer could hold it against an employee for, for their treatment, but not mm -hmm. for the underlying disability, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so we all agree that an employer can't fire somebody because they're paralyzed. Of course, we wouldn't say an employer could fire somebody because they're in a wheelchair. We wouldn't say that's okay. Um, so in the same respect, right, this funeral home couldn't fire this guy because of his cancer. So the question is, well, what about his medical marijuana use? That's the treatment for the cancer. Can you separate those two things? Um, and the appellate division said, in fact, the disability um, laws may require, may, they didn't say they do, but mm. may require employers to accommodate that use if it's during non-working hours. Um, and isn't done on the premises or anything like that and doesn't impair their ability to do their job. So they sent it back to the trial court. So we'll see where it goes, but I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, seriously, because this is, this is the case that, you know, employers right now are thinking, I don't care, it's legal under the federal level, there's nothing I have to do. Um, it's like, well, you could be this funeral home that's stuck in this really tough spot because there is no guidance. And it's a reasonable position, right? To mm -hmm. think like, why should we accommodate an illegal drug? Um, but here they are now in court being decided for the first time, a matter of first impression that could find, you know, that what they did was unlawful. So it's wow. a tough, it's a tough, wow. yeah, it's, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just occurred to me that um, alcohol was made illegal in 1919. And here we are, 100 years later, getting ready to legalize pot. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. A and it can change in a century, I guess. Yeah, and it's happening fast. Um, and there's a lot, you know, a lot more industries that were anti-marijuana legalization, mm -hmm. even more than alcohol. So yeah. Maybe alcohol is the biggest one. <laughs> well, it's funny because, you know, <clears throat> they say that pot is not addictive in the same way that alcohol is addictive. Like, mm -hmm. it, it can be, alcohol is chemically addictive, and pot is mostly, um, like, mentally or psychologically mm -hmm. addictive. Um, so it's interesting that as a chemical addiction, we have way less problem with alcohol yeah. than we do with pot. Yeah, it's just a society. I was going to say part of that might be because of the testing. Like, so 
that guy failed the right. test because on Friday he did it, whereas like alcohol, we know. Like yeah. we have a test that says like, right. you are impaired or you're not impaired. It's a chemical. Yeah, the lack mm -hmm. of an impairment test is a real problem. Mm -hmm. um, I think a, there's a lot of people that are working on this. So I always joke when I do these speeches, I'm like, look, if you can figure out this impairment test, call me because I'm going to give you a bunch of money. <laughs> Mistakes. I've gotten so many calls about people like, <laughs> I got this idea. <laughs> you should record but, some of them, put them on YouTube. I know that by itself. That'd be hilarious. Be like, I just need some money. Internet gold right there. <laughs> it uh, is the, my whole, this whole journey uh, into this new area of law for me has, has been fun because I meet like, really serious investors and patients with like absolutely heartbreaking stories that have you in tears and then doctors that you know are super interesting to listen to and then there's like that one guy that's like you know got really red eyes and, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> and like a bright green suit <laughs> and he, you know and, and i and i did have one person ask if i would deliver uh palm trees to his home so wow there's oh my. that so you just meet you know you just meet the most interesting the full spectrum of humanity. But at least your job's not boring. No. You know, you never. got that going for yourself. <clears throat> I can so. say never. Yeah. I'm never bored at work. No. <laughs> Even before this, you weren't bored at work. I'm never, ever bored at work. You can Especially always before this. I mean, yeah. you saw that last episode. <laughs> yeah. No, you can always count on people to do uh, insane things at work. Um, yeah, and now and now this, maybe, maybe this will calm it down a little bit. You never know. Wow. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? It would, actually, yeah. Maybe you want your employees to come to work high. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a position just the BIA could take. <laughs> what is that disclaimer? The opinions expressed in this podcast are not... Yeah. <laughs> no, nor are they Archer Laws. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else, or should we take a quick break? Uh, I think that's it on the marijuana front. All right. Any crazy HR people stories you want to... Oh, drop on us. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of investigations in the wake of the Me Too movement. Just so many. Um, I guess I'm trying to think of a specific example. I guess the the most interesting thing that just keeps happening to me lately is I keep meeting with men who are telling me how afraid they are now to talk to women. Wow. <laughs> and um, I think I keep just repeat. <laughs> I keep repeatedly hearing. Well, then what can we talk about at work? <laughs> I don't know. We've been talking about the Gumby porn. But I feel like I need to create a list of, like, acceptable topics at work, like baseball oh or God. the weather or anything other than sex. Like, mm -hmm. it's kind of not that... It's kind of not that hard. Kind of not that hard. Yeah. yeah Somebody... So. Oh my goodness. A friend <clears throat> of a friend was telling me that her boss said to her, I mean, like, it's just not safe for men anymore. Yeah. And she Lots looked at that. him and she didn't say it out loud, of course, because it's her boss, but she thought to herself, imagine how women have felt for well, like the last exactly. thousand years, maybe. Yeah. It's I actually, I had, I've had that exact conversation many times, but one was, yeah, this, um, this gentleman who just kept telling me, like, I don't invite my female employees to any bars anymore because... You know, I just, you never know what you can say, <laughs> you know, and, and we had to have a long talk about how it's really not that hard to know what to say and what not to say. And also, welcome to the world of professional women where we are constantly worried about everything that comes out of our mouth for fear that maybe it could be misinterpreted as flirting or something inappropriate or, mm. That's exactly or something right. else. So, yeah. Sorry, boys. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> like the world is changing for the better. 
Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, don't ask him out. Right. Like, it's super easy to just not talk about sex, right? Like, yeah, don't just... send him pictures. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. What? Yeah. <laughs> to just not send that text, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I did. Ha I was doing, and I, I can't disclose too much, but I was mm -hmm. doing an investigation of... I was investigating a male individual for misconduct, and during the course of the investigation, he sent me a photograph. Are you kidding? Why? He was clothed, <laughs> but okay. It was uh, why was my question as well. Like, like a, was he like trying to defend himself? Like, look, this is what I sent her. No, Not so bad, right? Like a Balls selfie. Run. No. A selfie? Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> why? I don't know. I'm a lawyer. You know? So. Like, unless you guys are connected on Snapchat <clears throat> for that particular reason, yeah. there's never any. No, no. I guarantee you there's no connection. I, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, obviously. <laughs> but unless that, yeah. unless that is the case. Yeah. Were you defending him or the no. other person? No. I mean, I was just doing an objective investigation okay. to see if misconduct right, happened or not. Yeah. But, uh, but then, actually, I had to get another attorney involved because I felt like I couldn't be as objective anymore. Because <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm the, Seems like a dirtbag to me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but I feel like I should have someone else weigh in, this, weigh in on this, you know, from an objective standpoint. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. No, right? My mind it's shocking. It's constantly sho I'm constantly shocked at the things that you have to tell people not to do. Or, right. like, things that would be, like, a poor choice. You know, right. Milk was a poor choice. <laughs> Milk was a poor choice. <laughs> it's an Anchorman uh, reference. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, sending uh, sending photos is typically a poor choice to, to yeah. your <laughs> the attorney investigating you for misconduct. <laughs> or yeah. any, well, I shouldn't say any coworkers. It's okay to send photographs as long as they're appropriate. But Right. But maybe not <clears throat> to the attorney who's investigating you for possible misconduct. Yeah. Might, right. might be frowned upon. It could be. Wow. Yeah. It continues to amaze me that some people don't get that the internet is forever. Forever. Yeah. And that includes cell phones. Like that includes text messages. Like there are forensic investigators who can find. Yeah. I don't know. Did if I if I told you the um, story? So my family is in the ice cream business. Oh. Um, no, I did not know that. No. Okay. So my family's been in the ice cream business for forty years. And why would you and get out of that and go to the lawyer? How on earth did you like, become a lawyer? Why? mistake ever. I went to <laughs> exactly. law school because I wanted to, I wanted to ultimately join the family business. And I thought, well, I can't just walk into the family business with no tools. Sure. Like, I don't want to just be, you know, the, the, the daughter of the owner. So I thought, I'll go to law school and I'll learn that because I, I don't have any lawyers in my family. Um, and I'll come back. And then I went to law school and I never went back. Um, just life happened. Hmm. But, but anyway, so... I, though, was a manager of about 30 teenage girls um, for a period of like 10 years before I went to law school um, and saw all kinds of crazy things. But these girls were like my little sisters because, you know, we, it was a small family business. Like we got along really well and, you know, they were a couple years younger than me. So they used to come to me about all sorts of personal things. But at one point, one of them uh, goes on Facebook and posts a picture of herself smoking a blunt in her uniform. Oh, no. Mm. And so I'm like, and we were friends on Facebook. So um, and so, of course, I see it. And I'm beside myself. I'm freaking out because I'm like, don't do drugs. If you do drugs, don't let anyone take a picture of you. <laughs> and don't, don't put wear a your, picture of yourself breaking the law on like, the internet. Don't put it on social media. And 
don't wear your work uniform while you're doing it. Like so many, like I let so many don'ts. I like have failed this little sister in so many respects. <laughs> but yeah, forever, right? I mean, I mean, she was young. I mean, maybe 15 or 16 at the time. So oh she, you know, God. they're just not thinking. Like, right. This is going to affect the rest of my. Brain's not fully cooked yet. Life, at yeah. that at that age. She's doing great, by the way. That's good. No, I mean that. She's doing great. <laughs> great. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, but it. It was scary. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to take a quick break, and then we come back, we're going to play Awful or Awesome. And we're back, and it is now time to play Awful or Awesome. It's my favorite game. So for those of you who don't know how it's played, I'm going to name three things, and we each have to decide relatively quickly if they're awful or awesome and be prepared to defend our answers. Cool. Ready? <clears throat> All right. First up, salt lamps. Awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me why. You think uh, they're a scam? Yeah. Hoax? Yes. Really? All of it. I'm a very skeptical person. I am, too. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. I bought one recently, though, because they Did were only $10. <laughs> you know what? It is very pretty. They're pretty. They're really pretty. They so for 10 bucks, I was like, eh. Yeah. And it is actually made of salt, which I didn't expect. Yeah, it flakes off a little bit. Does it? Yeah. Huh. Yes. Yeah. Right? You have to clean over there a lot. <laughs> One of I was going to say that I actually awful. I actually licked my finger and like oh, tasted it. Well, yeah, and it is salty. I don't think I've ever tried to taste one of my lamps before. <laughs> I mean, it was a salt lamp, so I wondered if it was really made of salt. I love okay. a lamp. Uh, See, I was just assuming <laughs> that like, maybe there was salt in there, but that they coated it with something. No, it like, it's not coated. It's wow. like this no. rock thing it's that... Gonna you, you know, rid you of your toxins. Sure. Right. I, I don't know, like... <laughs> Such a baloney, right? I am I, a very skeptical person. Me too. But, like, we... Tara brought one home, and it, it was just sitting there on, um, in the dining room, and she put, like, flowers that she got next to it. And I'm not kidding around. Like, those flowers had an unnatural life after that. Like, really? I don't know. I, Good or bad? I, I could have been a coincidence. Good. You know? Good. He's saying that they lived forever. Uh. Yeah, it was like... I, I don't even want to, huh. I don't want to exaggerate, and but I don't remember. Like, they were there forever. So you got to like, get, like, a salt lamp on your belt. You know, yeah, like, just, just carry it around with just, me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just play the odds, yeah, right? exactly. I heard you're playing the lottery. I mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about office uh, lottery, lottery pools. pools before we came in. <laughs> yeah, like. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't do the lottery. Uh, I don't I don't play the lottery, but you have me a little bit convinced that next time the pool happens, I will probably participate because if I'm the only person that is not a part of this winning lottery yeah. thing, I'm going to be upset. I don't play the lottery in my personal life, but here, right. I you don't, know, like just something about like the entire like even just the smallest <laughs> tiniest chance that the entire office but me could yeah. win like however much money, like millions of dollars, you know, like, and not even so much, like, I love all of you. So it's not even like I would be like, ah, oh, I hate those guys and all their money. <laughs> yeah, it's right. more everybody you know coming up to you and being like, oh my gosh, I heard on the TV that NJBIA won the lottery. <laughs> and you have to be like, oh, actually, yeah, I, did. I, I didn't participate. I, that, I wasn't that in that one. And then they'll look like, the oh. pity. Oh. You called it loser insurance. Loser insurance. I love it. That's what I, that's what I do. It's $2. Every time one of these like big jackpots comes up, so for that, whatever. Yeah, yeah you talk me into it. I yeah. will forevermore. But maybe you would like have the forever sympathy of so many people. Like, but do I really need that? Yeah. Like, do I really need that when like half the staff like quits their job right. on Monday because like now they don't need they to don't work need to. and like I didn't, you know? Yeah. So, and yeah. life gets exponentially more difficult because so many people are gone. Yeah. Yeah. 
at least if like I won with all of you and you all quit your jobs and like started hanging out on like yachts and stuff, I could go with you, you know? Yeah. So would you quit if you won? Probably not. I don't think I, I would like either. I like it here, you know? Uh, yeah, but, I like job. But it would still, I'd still get that stuff from all your friends being like, congratulations! <laughs> you wouldn't, it's like you made enough money to not work at well, all. Well, how much are we talking about, you know? I, I don't know, like, do you really want to just like sit around and do nothing? Yeah, I, mean, I don't maybe, think I could. Maybe there, for a month, that would be awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, like, probably but, get old. Okay, but there would be, so you know how you have days, like good days and bad days, and the, the, the first time that a really bad day hit, right? and like, in the past, man, I wish I could, you know, but, <laughs> but you never could before, but now that you can, I wonder how many people would be like, I'm out. Out. Yeah. I think I would just like bring it back, bring the hours back, and just do like the really fun, oh. ridiculous cases. Hmm. And then, yeah. You work a lot. You're a lawyer. It's true. How, how many hours a week do you think you work? I don't know. Too many. But mm. Like, not it's 40, fun. obviously. No, not like, 40. Ever. Not but it's very, it's very roller coastery. Okay. Like, yes, there's, you know, crazy times. And, I mean, this year has been nutty because the Equal Pay Act, the paid yes. sick leave, the paid family leave. I mean, my, you know, obviously the marijuana stuff that we talked about. I mean, my, everything's changing. So, yeah. Yeah, more hours recently. All right. Anyway, so that was salt lambs. That we went off off, off the rails a little mm -hmm. bit there. That's fine though. It's okay. Uh, next one is bowling. Awful. Awful. What? Awesome. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I, think it's I was going to awesome. say love it. Is that like the one like, indoor no, activity you like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get to wear those fun shoes. You get to hang out and drink Are with they really your fun? friends. I think yeah. they're kind of fun. You get to, uh -huh. Have you ever danced in bowling shoes? Yeah, yeah they're so slippery. Right, other you than can the, do the I actually bowl the strike kind of a victory right. dance. I'm not necessarily but, talking yeah. about like the act of bowling and like enjoying the game and being competitive. Isn't that what you were just I like, like bowling? Uh, all right, yeah, it's fine. But like, I just think the camaraderie of having you know a couple <clears> of beers with friends and bowling alley. I don't know the lanes, the junk food. You know, I yeah, think it's fun. All right, fine. That stuff is fun. But yeah. like, do you need bowling to do that? Well, where else are you going to go to do that, though? Happy hour? You, what like you activities. just said was hanging out with friends and drinking a couple drinks. Like, you like, need bowling like, to do that? But it's different, though. Like, cornhole. Do you play cornhole? When, like, when it's there. You know, yeah. like our yeah. company picnics and stuff. And bowling you know. is... It's kind of like that. Another, it's just another activity. But mm. I, I dance the entire time when I'm bowling because mm. the shoes make me feel yeah. coordinated. <laughs> they have that magical effect. Yeah. 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 Every once in a while, I'm like that alley. idiot being like, I can moonwalk. <laughs> I can't. If there was ever going to be a surface where you could maybe pull it off, yeah. like, you That's know, they it. buff those things with wax and everything, right? Mm -hmm. That's totally true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, a bowling alley will have karaoke. And it's like this perfect, ah. beautiful storm of happiness for me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a bowling alley with amazing. karaoke. That me sounds neither. Awesome. Yeah. I'd like to know more about that. I yeah. know, right? I, I know. If if I ever discover one again, yeah. I will. Colonial you. has laser tag. Yes, that really? place is objectively amazing. My husband and I have been known to, you know, play laser tag with random mm. children that we don't know, yeah. and they <laughs> destroy us. They're so much better. Really? Oh, we we <laughs> could save this for another show, but I take laser tag way too seriously. The last yeah. time I was there, um, we were actually like, they, they show you a video beforehand about how you have to attack the other team's base, right. but they don't tell you where the base is. So like, you know, I asked and they couldn't tell us. So I get in there and we all, you know, fan out and I see the base. So I go, hey, it's over here. And the referee is standing right behind me, unbeknownst to me. So I accidentally Sweet. punched him in the mouth. Oh, oh no! Everywhere. Oh. And like, because I take laser tag way too seriously, when I kept saying like, guys, you know, like we need to stop, the referee is hurt. 
they thought I was like, you know, messing with them. Messing with them. Oh, so they all God. came in hard and were like, oh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you take it so seriously that you were like still stepping on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Out of my way. No, I have way too many. We'll, we'll save it for another episode, but wow. I have way too many laser tag stories. So. <clears throat> good wow. God. Yeah. All right. That's good. Uh, last one is ziplining. Awesome. Awful. I think it's kind of fun. Mm. Really? I don't know, like, ziplining is just... You hate fun, apparently. I, yeah, I do. You just hate fun. <laughs> I, do. I don't know, like, it's... You, you You grab the thing, and you... I don't know. Zip down the zip line. You do what humanity's been trying to do forever, which is fly. That's okay. basically it, yeah. Right. Like, it feels like flying. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's I was awesome. at, um... I don't remember the name of it. It used to be called Action Park. <laughs> And they had kind of like a mini zip lining thing where you like zip line and then you let go and you fall in some water. That was fun, you know, but. You fall in some water? Yeah, yeah. so like you, you're zip lining and then at some point you let go and there's like a pool underneath you. Oh. Yeah. It's, it sounds more fun than I think I'm making it out, but, or it is more fun than I'm making it out, but yeah. I guess. I mean, if you're, if you want to fall in the pool and like be wet. Then I guess that makes <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's more fun than just like holding onto the thing and letting go safely onto some land, I think Kate, right? I don't think Kate's in for the water. No, I don't think I'm in for the water. <laughs> she, just wants, she just wants to fly. Sure, <laughs> I got it. Skydiving is great yeah. for that. You know? No, no, definitely not. Bungee jumping. I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to do any of that. That sounds yeah, dangerous, and scary, scary and awful. Crazy. I feel like that's gonna hurt me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would skydive before bungee jumping. Uh, for sure. Really? Yeah. 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 It's a lot safer. I don't know because it's it's. You can control a lot more than you can control the yeah. rubber band or whatever you want Have you guys it. seen these videos on YouTube about the guys in the wingsuits? I shouldn't say guys, girls too. But yeah. do you know what I'm talking Thank about? Thank you. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so these they're base jumpers, um, but they have these suits that have wings. Does that, does like that a work? flying squirrel? Yes. Yes, it works. It's crazy. They have parachutes, but they just like don't they release them until like way late. And these I mean, people are really crazy. So they hang all these balloons off this cliffside and they fly down and they have pins and as they go they pop the balloons it's insane look it up on youtube it's amazing wow. they're called squirrel suits or wing suits i don't know that i'd want to um, be flying so close to a cliffside no. that i could with a pin no. pop some balloons yeah. and like how yeah. do you practice that yeah like especially the aerodynamics of like when you get close to a wall like it's gonna suck you in i would think a little bit mm. yeah that sounds so awful. yeah no I, no these people are i thought the same thing about the non-tandem skydive like you know yeah. when you go when I went skydiving, they strapped another person, an expert, onto my back. Nice. But, like, how do you practice that yeah. first time that they're like, right. today, you're on your own. no guy, right. just you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. Huh. I, yeah, I definitely couldn't do it, but I'm really happy that people in the world are crazy enough to do that, the squirrel suit thing, so that at least I can watch. I gotta look this up. Like, it's amazing it's, to me that that really works. It's incredible. Huh? It's incredible. It doesn't seem yeah. like it would. <clears throat> it I know, right? Like that's, it why it's, that's why it amazes me. I yeah. mean, they, it's, yeah. These people are crazy. I want to know the first person yeah. who tried it and was yeah. like, yeah, actually, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I keep yeah. thinking about that scene from Friends from College where the Marianne has these friends who are parachuting off of the, the skyscrapers in New York, and one of them, like, doesn't make it. Like, Oh, yeah. No, there are people who don't make <gasps> right? it. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. There are those videos, too. Don't look those up. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. It's just, it's a little too risky for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If I had like no family or right, like, so I don't know. Maybe no will some to live. No. Yeah. <laughs> or like a fatal illness that you know. Right. If maybe. I if I had to start checking things <clears throat> off a bucket list because the, it'd be the last thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it would be there. Yeah. Okay. 
The squirrel well, suit thing would be there? I mean, it, like, it, in very particular circumstances where I knew, like, tomorrow was my last day. So, you know. Okay. Maybe. And I, and I feel stout felt like physically able to maneuver. I don't know, I don't know. This actually creates I, a nice yeah. um, segue into our next question. Go ahead. If you could give yourself, your younger self, one piece of advice, such as don't jump off a cliff with a squirrel suit <laughs> until you know you're going to die, <laughs> what would that one piece of advice be? God, man, that's hard. I know, that's really hard. Um, stick with ice cream. <laughs> stick with ice cream. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. I, I guess the squirrel suit is, is close to the top, but or only eat a spider if, if they're going to give you $100,000 first. So that's your base, $100,000. $100,000. $999,000, like, no yeah. good. But I want it, like, you know, I want the check in my hand um, before I'm going to do that. Same time, same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I would want cash. Yeah. I would, uh, I would want cash because, yeah, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't want to have to <clears> then work for it like I, I would then have to like take it to the bank and sign the back of it and hand it you know i just want the <laughs> sign the back of it. i guess it's too big for mobile deposit that's true you're yeah. right yeah you know i've never yeah. tried mobile deposit what oh it's I know. totally a lifesaver yeah, yeah. I, know. I feel my whole like life. did it really well no not my whole life yeah. <laughs> 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 having like getting married and having a daughter like you know my career like those things but the mobile deposit <laughs> It's <laughs> super convenient then, huh? If you could go back to your younger self and say, Kate, use mobile. Get on this train <laughs> earlier, yeah. I, that would probably be mine. Like, oh, mobile deposit was around for like a good like four or five years, maybe even longer before I got on that train. And now I'm just like, I do not miss driving <gasps> to the bank. I got I got a better one. <laughs> I just recently <laughs> discovered peanut butter and jelly donuts. Oh, wow. I would go back and tell myself to find those much earlier. <laughs> or make them. Wow. I don't even know where you would get a peanut butter and jelly. Where do you get them? There's a, a place in Swedesboro called Sweetsboro Bakery. Uh-huh. And a guy in my office brings them every Friday to work, and they've changed my peanut life. Peanut butter and jelly mm. donuts. All right. Yeah. Interesting. You know what would be nice would be like peanut butter and chocolate donuts, but... Mm. Oh, yeah. Nutella? Oh, is that what that is? I don't no, know. Nutella's no. like um, hazelnut. Hazelnut, right? Uh -huh. yeah. Mm. yeah. But it would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think any kind of homemade donut is wonderful. Yeah. There's a donut place in downtown St. Paul, and they have a creme brulee donut, and I swear to God, it's that a donut cool. that's filled with the, the cream and the creme brulee, and then they <clears throat> blowtorch the top of it so that the Ooh. glaze is like... What a tease. St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. So, like, none of our listeners. Nope. Yeah. I Sorry. mean, some yeah. of them. Some of them, some sure. Some of them. Yeah. Donut, do this to us. Uh, donut. <laughs> PG. All right. And it's PG. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. So, say somebody wants to uh, get an HR lawyer or give you a call to maybe, like, talk about speaking on, you know, workplace marijuana issues. Mm -hmm. How can they get a hold of you? Oh, that's easy. Email me, call me. Llink at archerlaw.com. Um, you can find my bio there with, with uh, all my recent speaking engagements and uh, what I do. But yeah, any, any employment or labor issue related to wage now or discrimination, harassment, um, or the marijuana stuff. Um, but and leaves of absence, that's a big one that people have a lot of um, hard time dealing with. That's, uh, I'm your girl for that. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I think that's our show. That's our show. Thank you to listeners and subscribers. We really appreciate the support. Seriously, though. 
thank you for being here for 50 episodes. Like, yeah. you know. 50 that's episodes. Amazing. 50 that's episodes. incredible to me. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you to New, Jer New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. I had so much trouble saying that the day that we were uh, on the road. The official sponsor of the show, they do home, auto, and workers' comp. Check them out if you need some updated coverage. Thank you to Laura Link of Archer and Law for joining us today for our 50th episode. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. It was so fun to have you again, as always. always. Yeah. And we'll see you next time.